Once again, we in here, uh, me, uh, R-O-M to the E-Y-M-A-K, Romy Mac is here. Um, this is none other than Romy Mac Two Cents presents The Locker Room. It has been forever since we've done um, an episode, so we, we wanted to come back, give you all we got tonight. It's going to be me and, of course, none other than my big bro, uh, Karumbe, uh, in here discussing a few things from uh, music to sports to sex, uh, relationships, all all that stuff but um without further ado let me go ahead and get the king you know they call him king Jaffe joe uh karumbe what up baby Hello, my yes i am glad that you are on the show i was wondering <laughs> if uh you by have ch ch chance you use your vibranium i have not used my vibranium what happened with what would happen if you use vibranium inside of a vagina i don't know about what's up yeah, yeah, man, we here. Um, you know, it's been a minute, man, since we've done this thing. Uh, you know, we've been doing two cents. So shout out to uh, your lovely wife, uh, the sugar, the booger, um, that always does the uh, you know two cents with us. Yeah, we wanted to, you know, we want to switch it up a little bit and, uh, and talk and talk that you know that guy talk, uh, not that grab it by the pussy locker room talk, but just that guy talk. Shout out to you, Trump supporters. Fuck you. Um, and oh man, come on, man. What? I I didn't mean to uh, I didn't mean to offend you. He has revealed all these um, the the racist racist, racist ignorance in uh, in in America. I'll take that. I'll give you that much. But other than that, yeah, I'm not I'm not fucking with that, man. I don't I don't like that promoting promoting hate and then and then not taking not taking accountability for it, man. Got an anti-Semitic um, guy um, sh shooting up synagogues and rest in peace to all those um, those people, those eleven people that were killed. Uh, in that synagogue on Saturday, um, unfortunately, I mean the, the ages went from like 54 to 97. And going why? Because you hate Jews? Really? That's 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 a good enough reason to take somebody out, man. That's just that's just ugly as hate. And uh, we're not promote we're not promoting hate. So um, want to know what for a country that is built on like uh, believing in everybody's religion and you know called a melting pot? They spit a bunch of fucking racist ass people here. Oh yeah. You know what? You don't have that shit in Japan. They ain't shooting up no places like that. Just saying, guys. Yeah, they don't know how to do that. They damn sure don't know how to fly planes, though. I don't know what's going on with uh, this Asian uh, aircraft. But then again, that's not even Japanese, so I won't even be uh, stereotypical and cat categorize all um, <laughs> Asian folks with uh, with, right. with flying planes. But, yeah, there's something going on. These motherfuckers don't know how to... Some of these motherfucking Asian um, pilots... Um, gotta get it together yeah man so let's get into what we uh really want to talk about man um boston just boston red sox just won their fourth um title man and oh i got something to say go ahead fuck boston. <laughs> well i'm not able to say fuck you to to trump supporters who, who uh you know who um promote hate but you can say fuck boston i'm a i'm an angel fan and we always trash we should be better with all the people we get but Whatever. That's that bullshit. I'm used to it. It's like being an Atlanta Hawks fan or something. I mean, Atlanta Falcons. They act like they good, but they ain't never gonna do shit. So you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane, man. They they got their you know they got their fourth title since uh 
In the 2000s, I mean, they got all the titles in the 2000s. Uh, 2004, they got their first title. And now they're on their fourth one here in 2018. So shout out to uh, to Boston for uh, coming through in the clutch, doing what they had to do. Dodgers had to take that take that L. Uh, as long as it's not the Yankees on food. But it's wild, though, man. Boston been, you know, if you look at the, the numbers from, like, 2000, they've really been on a tear when it comes to winning championships, man, so they just got like the knack for that shit. Uh, you know, they got the cheat code. It, uh, it seems like it's like Boston, Kansas City. Uh, it seems like it's the same teams all the time. To tell you the truth, yeah, they got the. Uh, you know, they got a not. They they got a handle on all this. Uh, on all this this winning championships thing, and I'm just like, okay. How do you know? How's everybody else get involved? How does Chicago? I would love for my Bulls to be back. Can we get back in the? Can we get back in the title game? That'd be nice. Uh, San Francisco. 49ers, shout out to us losing today. Um, but such is life. All I know is that um, I got a light, a slight wager on uh, on all these games, and I just hope that I'm able to pull through on that. Ah, uh, yeah. So I mean, Boston with uh, like with, cha- with championships, man. Like, do you do you look at Boston as like uh, you would say that's like a big big title city, big you know big sports town? Yeah. Would you we say? Look at it like baseball wise, basketball wise, we got tons of trophies. Um, Bruins? Is it? Is it Bruins? No, Boston Red Hawks, right? Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins. They're usually somewhat decent. Yeah. So, um, you got drafted to a Boston team. You feel pretty good about it? Yeah. Look at the, the um, look what Boston uh, basketball team done. Like they got Kevin Garnett that year. They won a championship, and now they're building up another another good ass team. So, so yeah, man, you got to look at it like that. If you get, you get sent to ball. If you get sent to Boston, you probably get sent to somewhere that's pretty much decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boston is. Uh, I would. I would consider Boston as you know uh, a championship town. They between the Celtics and all the championships they got with Red Arbach. And then, of course, the most recent one that they, they have to date with uh, Doc Rivers, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, uh, Ron, uh, John Rondo, who is now in L.A. LA he had like a J.R. Smith moment where he could have had an easy layup. But he elected to pass away, and they end up losing to the Spurs again. I mean, they beat, they lost to the Spurs uh, last week with LeBron missing free throws, and then they go to, um, yeah, they go, they go on to miss the <laughs> that that opportunity again to beat them with another costly thing that would, you know, would seem fairly easy for such a professional. And that's, you know, that's no knock on Rajon Rondo. I mean, he's a one heck of a competitor. He's down to ride, you know. If he, uh, he likes to spit on people and then decline it. Uh, that's uh, that, that's what we had as of recent. But you know, just Boston when they when he played for them, they were they were a team. They were the team to beat in the East. LeBron couldn't get past them. LeBron, Wade, Bosh, Haslam, none of them, none of them that were you know were strong enough for for a long time to get past that. You know that the the big three in Boston. So. It's it's funny how things change through the years with uh, with with sports. Um, the Boston has always seemed to be like on top of like some form sports in, like uh, champ, championship wise. It just seemed to be like in the discussion since the two thousands uh, consistently. I mean they always. I mean they took over like the sixties and stuff like that with Bill Russell. Um, but it's amazing that New, you know you look at New York too. With their uh, with their accolades um, in sports, they have I think well, they have twenty seven with the with the Yankees, twenty seven with the Yankees, and I think the Knicks have 
two. Am I not mistaken? If I'm not mistaken, I think the Knicks have two um, champion. Two. Uh, I know the Bruins got six championships. Who? The Bruins. And you know, I mean, the Bruins got six. The Bru the Bruins. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Bruins have uh, about yeah about six yeah six championships. Um, they say niggas in Boston say win. <laughs> well, um, Boston is that that champion town, and uh, we just send a, you know, another congratulations to them. Let's get into the sex uh, a little bit. You know, we was looking at something on. Uh, I saw a meme earlier on on uh, online, and it was like, if your sex game could be compared to a song, what would it be? Now, I chose the song uh, "Emergency" by Tank, which is basically like a woman being operated on. Cause that's what I like to do to my victims. Um, operate uh, thoroughly. My uh, humble, uh, humble brag. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, get it while you get it while you still can. You know, nah, I'm still young and um, getting getting older. So things don't always as move as um, you know polished as they as they used to be. But uh, Big Bro, um, we was talking earlier. What 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 song did you decide to come up with that, that would compare? Yo, I just forgot the song that I had. Explosive? Yeah, the explosive. Yeah, it's probably explosive. When I met this last night, baby, that shit hit. <laughs> I, I, do you mind? That shit go hard, nigga. Got that Nate dog on the hook. <laughs> that shit go hard. Either that or uh, uh I can't feel my face. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, we, I mean, us as men, we do, we brag about our sex game and shit like that. We have no idea. Uh, I mean, you could tell from, I guess, a woman's reaction, in a sense. But ultimately, um, you never really know because she could be faking it. Uh, uh, let's say uh, catering to your ego or what have you. Um, but we, but we try, uh, we try our best. We try our best to satisfy our. our uh, or prey, as we attack, you know, us being lions, like in the uh, in the plains, trying to uh, to, to get and I'm shit, not even plains, but desert, wherever the fuck a lion is, plateau, 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 all that shit, wherever you saw Simba running up on Nala, trying to grab that ass, um, yeah, so. I would say, um... Man, you got a drainer, man. You got a drainer of all the energy. Yeah. You got to sleep 20 plus hours. You can't move. Bro. Oh, yeah. You have to... De you want? I want knees to buckle. I want you to try to walk, and, and you do that Forrest Gump walk when he was taught how to dance from Elvis. And he, shit. Was he was running. No. Was you remember when he was Elvis, when they had Elvis in the room with him, and he was teaching oh, him how to yeah. dance. I'm trying to have you swinging my hip. That shit. Elvis talk bad, girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eps, Eps, what do you say? Eps and salt? Yeah, we want Eps and salt baths taken when, um, when you, when you finish. We, I won't, I won't damage done. That, that is what, that's what you're shooting for. Um, you gotta take the day off. You gotta, you can't go to work. You can't walk. You gotta go to sleep. Right. And with all, like, again, all the, from, cause we pretty much, like, for me, I've been fucking since I was, uh, 15 years old. 15 years old. And there was one point where it was a lot, a lot going on. And I say that was my 20s. A lot, a lot, a lot of fucking going on. So, my question, um, as you get older, and even at this point in our lives, do you ever just get, you find yourself getting tired of sex? Hell no, that's, that's retarded. The 
No. So you, so I'm saying, like, let's say you're going like once, so you can go how many times in a day? Yeah, as many times as they let me. As many times as they let me, huh? So you talking about oh. like, like you three, three times? Let's say maybe third. I'll give. Uh, I'll go ballpark figures. Uh, thirty. 30 minutes between. You, you, you good to, you, you good to yeah, receive. Yeah, I, I put it like, I put it like this. If I, if you let me do what I want, there won't be no day. Let me, let me remind you, for, for those who know, I used to leave people's houses like, oh, I gotta go wash clothes. I wasn't washing no clothes, niggas. Amen to that. I was doing what I needed to do. Oh, you was, uh, uh okay. All right, cool. You was being chocolate thug. Yeah. I know Chocolate Thunder roaming the street. Chocolate Thunder sending out street. sending out thunderstorms. Um, you know, no notice. No notice. Too. I need a day. I need a whole day to do what I need to do. All right, that's all. That's okay. I mean, my panties are wet. I mean, you got my panties wet. Talking this shit. You can have an hour interval of this time. And you gotta go back to work. That's a damn shame. He is trying to destroy you. I am trying to destroy you. Yes, you can and hear this. Everything that you love. Yeah, every everything you love. Fuck it. He wants to destroy. Um, I want to. Well, that's what that's what Karambe does. Yeah, Karambe is yeah, is okay, out. That's, that's why you don't. Does. That's why. That's why they shot that damn gorilla in the cage. That's what he destroyed the buildings and the walls. Yeah, the walls. He got he all kinds destroyed. of names. They call him Rampage Karambe. Uh, what's the motherfucker's name that was uh, the character in Black Panther? Uh, in ba- in Baku. Baku. Yeah. But what's his name in the comic shit? Uh, it's something ape. What was the name we called it? It was a great ape. Great ape. It ain't. It ain't great ape. That can't. Be. Yeah. All kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. It got to be destroyed. Yep. I mean, you have a Hulk uh, speaking, and then you have a fucking uh, a great ape or. What the, I don't know what the fuck his name is in the comic show, the Mbaku. They couldn't name it in the movie because it would have been like racially charged. Man Man Ape? That was his name? I know. I know in DC comics he's Gorilla Grodd, the, the smart ass. But I think But I think Marvel I think Marvel has uh Mar- Marvel has another name for that. Um for the for the ape thing. Uh yeah. Yeah, so I mean like for me, I mean, I can be honest, so I get tired tired of you get tired of sex. There gets a point where you're not, uh, you know, where that I don't, I don't know. It, I guess it depends on the, the it depends on the woman, man. Because there's been times where I've given, I've given one time, and uh, and 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 the homie's not moving. And then there's been other times where um, I've gotten, um, I've gotten strengthened uh, as as I've as I've um, you know um, let loose in, inside a, a woman. And I've gotten strengthened while I've been inside. Like that's—I mean—that's one level of attraction that is so hard to explain. But it has happened, and um, I I, really—it's like a—I don't know—it's a turn. It's a turn on for me. The fact that I can—I can get that way inside of being being inside of a woman. You know. I'll tell you what, bro. What's the what's the name? Yeah, we were talking about her earlier. Alexa Bliss, man, I'll break her in half. Yep. That's four foot of theory. And she'll tell Vince McMahon to have your ass I, locked up. Man, I'll break her in half, man. I'll go through all my wrestling holes on her. Yeah. You got, you got, uh, what? Indian bitches, white bitches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what's the big girl name? Oh, Nia Jax? Nia Jax, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I oh, bought yes. the wrestling holes. I do like Nia Jax. Nia Jax is really, she's really, she's really nice. 
if you out there and you ever come by Omaha, holler at her. She uh, I guess she like white. I guess she like white guys though. Man, it don't matter. One. I think that's maybe like, maybe that's just some close close you know proximity. Got, you know they got bad dudes when they be on the road. Don't even don't even think. But it's close. But it's close proximity. Bad. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it was something. I mean, Sunny. There's been talk about Sunny being like you know very uh, promiscuous um, back in the day or even now. And she got a sex tape on Pornhub. Yeah, check that out. Uh, Sunny that used to be uh, you know the valet. Uh, the WWE diva back in the day. Yeah, she got a she got a sex tape on Pornhub. She looks horrible now. Uh, it's not really uh, nothing sexy about it. To you know, I don't know if you'd be turned on, but it'd be interesting just to see the fact that that's that's Sunny. Hey, you know Sunny. Hey, Sunny, you have a sex tape. Um, probably got one with it. No, no. I want you know what? Let's let's discuss that, man. What which what? What women do you think that Vince probably had his uh his way with them? Like ninety percent of them. Be real. You think Linda was in on it too? You said what? You think his wife Linda was in on it? Yeah, of course you know. No, I think she. I'm, I'm saying, what did she participate? You think they just like you know decided they were gonna have their way with like you know? Uh, hell yeah, hell with a lot of the niggas back then, like Macho Man and like, hell with them niggas. Like like the Great Moolah. What's the name? Yeah, Great Moolah. The Great Moolah. The old. What's the old bitch name? Probably when she was when she was looking good. She, she was looking good. When was she ever looking good? Let me put let me put this down. And I watched the um thing on it today. They said that Stephanie, when she was younger, she wrote a script where John Cena was snagging her on the ass and talking about doing her and tearing her boobs. She who, actually wrote that in. Who did? Who put that? Stephanie did. Stephanie McMahon. She fucked. She, she ain't fucked. She ain't fucked John Cena, no. Nigga, I probably put money. They said she did Macho Man. When she was young, Macho Man brought virginity. That's what's going around. I don't know about if I ever got inside Stephanie. Yeah. Let's that's why he left WWF. That's wild, dog. Um, but hey, man. So that means Stephanie, Triple H. No, I mean Triple H, Macho Man. Was she really with Tess? Uh, I don't think so. Alright, that was just a... I can't remember. Just an angle. Crazy shit is, uh, Triple H at Undertaker because he dates Stephanie. Not her dad, he at Undertaker. That's how scared they are Mark Calloway. Niggas backstage scared fucking Undertaker for real. He's six... What is he, 6'10"? He's 6'10", and he took that bike shit serious. It was like him, uh, me, and a bunch of other people used to be like a wrestling gang. They were actually a gang, and they would beat the shit out of him. By certain rules, you had to abide by or they would be shot. I think they said uh, Undertaker choked out Mr. Kennedy on the airplane one time. That's insane, man. Yeah, Undertaker bought that life for real. Undertaker really put you in the tombstone dome. He really fucked you up. Yeah. Put it like that. That's that's uh, that's pretty special. I think um, that's some kind of uh, some kind of man he's turned out to be. Uh, yep. So. Well, let me. Yeah, they got the you know, you know tattoos of Sag. That the tattoo that used to be on his shoulder now on his fucking thigh and then dragged down old ass. That's how old it motherfucker. Think about it, like, the first time we saw Undertaker was like what WrestleMania two. No, 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 no. It was um, the first time we saw uh, the Undertaker was a promo. It was a promo before. Uh, I I it, it was it was a promo before. Survivor Series, cause he fought the he fought Hogan at Survivor Series, right? And he put him in the tombstone, and 
he made all the little people cry. I, I didn't know about that event, so I wasn't able to cry at that one. But I do remember the Undertaker being on like with Brother Love and you know it was Red Face and uh, I, I remember him being in, being in Hogan's face then. That's back when I swear I loved it. I loved that time frame. You just feel like the crowd was just so electric. You could really hear like the crowd being into wrestling. I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure that the WWE had you know has uh, you know core fans now. But I just feel like it was just so much energy, the lights, everything was bright. It seems very dull nowadays, man. Like it's hard for me to just believe that these guys are just like larger than life. Like the shield, I feel like could be could have been a lot bigger. And I always stand by that, man. I just feel like they were they just could have been so much, so much bigger had they uh, you know been promoted uh, and marketed properly. But I digress. Um, yeah, but yeah, the Undertaker. Yeah, he's been around for a while, bro. Um, undefeated at WrestleMania since WrestleMania six, I think six. Yeah, six was his first time. Nineteen November the nineteenth, nineteen ninety, my nigga. That is, man. He's uh, he's been around for a very long time, and uh, uh, I never. Uh, he's been, that's you know what's, what's wild about the Undertaker? I never felt like he was like uh, like a favorite. To me, you know, he was never like a favorite. I didn't get into, I'll be honest, I was not into villains or heels, as they say in uh, in wrestling terms, until NWO. And that's because my uh, face, my face became uh, the, the, the heel, Hogan. Whatever Hogan would have done, he told me to take a vitamin. I took my Flintstone vitamin and called it a night. He told me, say my prayer. Thank you, God. I love you. I did it. Whatever. I was I was Hogan I was Hogan out when it comes to WWF. Man, I was a great player fan ever since I was like little because that motherfucker had the gold Rolexes and he was from North Carolina. So he had, they 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 said North Carolina. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. He had it all the time and he was gold Rolexes shining the pretty hair and all the women. I'm like, oh, this the fucking dude. Kiss kiss stealing, wheeling dealing. Yeah. Limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. So, like, my dad and they're like, yo, you don't like Dusty Rose? I'm like, fuck no, Flair. Look at this nigga. He got the shades on and, like, the polo shirts and shit. They're like, Augusta Taylor. I mean, if he had a group with R. Emerson beating the shit out of people, I don't know, man. I, I thought that, that that was, like, the coolest villain ever, yo. Like, if you wanted to be cool, you had to be rich there, yo. And your theme music was the shit. Like, you hear other people's music, and you're like, alright. I ain't even like Hogan music that much. And I don't like what the fuck is that? Let me tell you something. I'm not I'm not about to let you disrespect Hogan's inf- uh, famous music. Yo, you hear Rick Flair fucking music. All I know is it, when it comes crushing down and it hurts inside, you gotta take a stand. You don't have to hide. That's ah, that's what you that is. You hear that? And it rose, and then you shoot off the fireworks, and you be like, yo. It makes him look, when he come out, it's like he, his music makes him larger than life. The rose with the music. Oh my goodness, man. That dude was awesome as shit. Another person I, I kind of like was JBL music, though, because he kind of had that limousine. You just pull up in the limousine to get out, and ringside, that shit was fire, but yeah, oh old Japan. He was raw. He was raw. He was raw, bro. He's raw dog, man. Like I mean, as a kid, that's how I. 
you know, again, the way wrestling was painted, you were supposed to love Hogan. You were supposed to love Hogan. WCW, you were supposed to love Sting, but, you know, it's wild. When you're a kid, you're taught to love the good guy. But as an adult, you have respect for the bad guy because he makes the good guy look good. And um, the likes of a, uh, a Ric Flair, the likes of the horsemen, how they attack, doth the roads, God rest his soul, doth the roads, we love you, man, we love you, baby. Um, the in, the macho man, Randy Savage, God rest his soul. Um, the yeah, way, the that's way, like one of the only ones I think, I like Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior. Those are like the only faces I actually like. Like, I really did, I like, I like John Michaels when he was in here. Yeah. I like Diesel. It was, Ramon. it was the power the Ramon was a bad warrior. Remember, Razor Ramon was a bad guy, and I liked him when he was a bad guy. He was the shit. He was always, a, he's never been a good guy. Never. Razor Ramon, is not, he's been an anti-hero, but he's never been, like, a good guy. Man, his music, Razor Ramon, that bad guy that raised his edge was, like, one of the nastiest moves. Yeah. He put a toothpick in your face. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool seeing that, you know, basically that drop off, lift you up by your shoulders and then drop you on your yeah. back, the razor's edge. But uh, I thought that the jackknife was the rawest thing I've ever seen. That style, that style of powerbomb when it, when it, when it first, uh, you know, when, when, with Diesel when it first came on. Um, yeah, like then, that's what we can talk about, man. We can talk about some of the rawest uh, wrestling moves I've seen. Um, that suit when Scott Steiner used to do that suplex to a to a pile driver, turn that motherfucker in the air and land on there. Like, well, he catches him with his with his thighs or whatever. But oh yeah, that suplex, yeah, suplex to pile driver. Uh, Goldberg shit, like taking the you know the suplex to a power slam. In the air, I thought that shit was a... The vertebraker was like one of my favorite moves, yo. When a motherfucker get him and do that flip it, that, uh, the vertebraker and the Canadian destroyer. When he gets you in the league, they flip with a pile driver, that's so stupid. You know, it's like irrational, but it's so fucking... Yeah. The spear, spear, I think Goldberg still has the best spear. That's just me. Um, I would say Goldberg Uh, and... uh, I don't know if I like Edge's spear. Rhino. I'll say Goldberg and Rhino. Rhino. Rhino's getting that. Yeah, Goldberg and uh Rhino got the best spear. Um I don't I don't care too much for, for Roman's um spear. Roman Rank City still looks trash. Yeah, I'm not digging But uh, what's that dude name? Uh, there's another guy. I can't forget that he independent though. He got a nasty spear. He's is disgusting. Yeah. Goldberg. Like nasty moves, man, that's another one. Uh, the walls of Jericho, dude, fucking The lion tamer, actually. Oh, so while, while we're on the subject of wrestling, man, I'm reading here, WWE turned off the arena video feed after heavy booze for the Crown Jewel commercial. They do not, yeah, they are not about that shit, man. They don't want it to happen. I told you. So what are they going to do? They're going to do it because they, you got to think, they already paid him. If they already paid him, he got he got to, like, Go through with it and go ahead and do the show. Unless the government is going to pay this man back his money. Because he got to pay all his wrestlers. Especially the ones like Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. Like ones that's doing one-time or two-time events and all this shit. 
they've got to be paid. they got to be paid like billions. They're they, they making, they making over six figures. Like, this is some crazy shit. they got to pay them dudes. they they paying them seven figures just to show up. Shawn Michaels seven figures to show up. Undertaker, these motherfuckers get paid hella money. Well, it's a damn if you do, damn if you don't. So he has to do the show, or they, or he got to get the money back to the people that paid for the show. And you know, you want to know how much he made off the last time he did a Saudi Arabia? They say he made more money than WrestleMania and SummerSlam put together just by going there and doing the show. That's how much money he get paid because they're like huge wrestling fans over there. Yeah, man, that's a huge payday. He ain't gonna miss that shit. I well. I mean, if it happens, it happens. Um, they got to do what they got to do. So, uh, yep. but that's just the it's just the name of the game, man. It's business, and they're gonna have to. I mean, Vince is the type. He's a risk taker. He's always been a risk taker. He's done all the stunts that all the wrestlers have done before uh, wrestling matches himself. So he's willing to put himself on the line, like how Shawn Michaels did that. Thing from the sky when he when he first headlined WrestleMania against Bret Hart to win the title for the first time he did that um, zip line all the way to the ring first because that's just the type of man that he is. Um, I do know he associates with racists as in Donald Trump, and I am not taking that away from him. There you go. But that's what it is. Um, I'm too black you team with a belt. Yeah. There's plenty of man uh, Yeah, yeah. People of color like shit. They won't sit while they're working for him. But as soon as they leave, oh, they um, <laughs> what's the name? Uh, I mean, The Rock talked about how um, they used to shit on his food and shit. I mean, Mark yep. Henry talked about how they shit on The Rock's food when he was a he rookie. He ain't there no more. He know they racist. He ain't there no more, though. He ain't said that shit when he was there. Mark Henry. Because Ackerman, Johnson, and other people were saying that um, the company was racist, and Mark Henry was like, no, it's not racist. Well, and all of a sudden, when you look at these Hispanic <laughs> character is dancing. We talked about that on this show before. You know what I'm saying? Either dancing, or you robbing and stealing, or you fucking um, what they do for the um, Velveteen Dream is a black gay dude now, so they got they got a black gay guy stereotype. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what's the other racist thing they do for a bunch of fucking black people? The crime time shit. Man, it's, it's always the same. Oh, you're a pimp. You pimping or some shit. So, Mark Merrow, fucking, uh, the Godfather, and all this to make you pimp. MVP, MVP was a fucking, a supposedly wannabe ass, like, Bas- Yeah, like a basketball player or something. Yeah, yeah. It's always, always something, man. Uh, but that, I mean, that's just the, the thing that we love, though. I'm not gonna lie to you. Love the business. And um, it's unfortunate that it's like that, but I mean, uh, well, what can you say? They, you know, this is a, this is a, things are being revealed. We're learning a lot about our ways of how we've been carrying ourselves, and they got to make the right changes to uh, to make the business last. Otherwise, it's going to go down in the fire. Whatever's done in dark will come to the light. And um, yeah, I mean, we are 
who they go to. You know what I'm saying? Like we, I mean, look how big the Rock is compared to the likes of. I mean, Hogan was Hogan was monstrous for uh, for sure, but the Rock was like the guy of the attitude, along with uh, the other guy of the of the attitude. I mean, come on, it's, I would say it's it's equal to some degree. Uh, Steve Austin, Stone Cold was like, you know, he was just the way that he did things to his boss. He was the first one to say "fuck you." To like to a boss, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, that's just uh, the uh, that's that, I mean, so it's just something that just you know comes with the territory. Um, I love I love wrestling. I always will have an you know an affinity for for uh, for wrestling. I'm not a fan of the current um, the um, state of wrestling, but that's just that's just me being. Um, I. You know, I'm, I'm, I I think they could just do so much better. They can do so much more with, the, with their with they have they have potential and they're not using them. They're not using them properly, man. They should be a lot bigger. They have more tools than the wrestlers did 30 years ago. They have social media. They have all these things, but for whatever reason, the talent is not being pushed. Dolph Ziggler should be one of the top guys in the business right now, but for he's not. He is Never. not, not, he is not one of the biggest things. Roman Reigns should have never talked on that microphone. He does not have mic skills. Yeah. They should have used him. If you listen, if you know a guy is not, if you know a guy is not a talker and he's got like the look, just have him in the background. Look how they did Goldberg. I don't like Goldberg All talking. Right. He shut the uh, fuck hey, up. That's what I'm saying. Brock don't talk. All he do is shake his fucking wrists and hands and jump to the side and then attack your ass. Hey, tell me how many wrestlers now have a mouthpiece, though. Like, they have a promoter. Like, not promoter, but manager. Barely any. Barely the fuck any. They don't even want to pay managers no more. So, that's a fact. And they use other wrestlers as fucking managers. And they don't... A lot of those specialists don't really know how to talk. So you got somebody that don't know how to talk good or somebody else. But they still have to carry their own career. They don't know what they're doing, bro. Yeah, man. They got a fan who is a promoter, and his name is Fat Ass Tomorrow. That's what that's what he do. He talks shit and people fuck him, and that's what he does. Fat Ass Monster, that's all he do. That's all the talking you need. He speaks Japanese, but he speaks English, and when he speaks English, he's always cussing somebody out. Yeah, man. Um, we what What we're saying to you, WWE, is like, you're you're bullshitting. You're bullshitting. You got potential on a roster, and you're not using them properly. You need better writers. You need better promotion. You need to execute. Okay. You have too much. You have been blinded. You have been blinded by. Um, you've been blinded by success. That is what. That is what I feel. No, nope, I got a question, Matt. Yeah. What's up? If you could be a promoter right now for any wrestler, there would it be? I would promote uh, New Japan. I would, if I wanted, if I was a promoter, I'd be behind New Japan. New Japan. I mean, if you was a manager for any wrestler in WWE, who would you, who would you be behind? I would be behind um, Seth Seth Rollins. So you'd be his manager? Yeah. Not manager, but you know what I mean, like his uh, mouthpiece. Yeah, I would talk for. Well, I don't need to talk for Seth Rollins. I would have talked for Roman Reigns, and if he didn't talk at all, Roman would be the guy. I would talk for him. I was like, look, I'd talk about all he had to do was sit there, look, look cute for the ladies and shit with the with the with the with the fucking Jerry curl hair 
and dressing like uh, a SWAT guy on Halloween and just stand there and let me talk for him. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Romy Mack. And my client, yep. that is all I would do. Man, I'd probably either do like, man, it sounds funny, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. I'll probably either be Shinsuke Nakamura, SmackDown, or Braun um, Strowman, because he don't need to talk either. No offense, but Braun does the same shit, and it's going to get tiresome. They don't need to make Braun Strowman talk. Just let Braun beat the shit out of people and move on. They don't fuck it up, though. Shinsuke need a mouthpiece. He don't need a mouthpiece. But yeah. Him having uh, somebody at his mouthpiece mm -hmm. would make him stand out. So, so man, we um, we're gonna touch, we're gonna touch a little bit on a soft, a soft subject. Um, really, uh, how do you deal with breakups as a man? It could be you. If you want me to go, I, you know, I'll, I'll speak on my own experiences. But you uh, can go. You go first. You go first. <laughs> I, and then I All right, man. The break. Uh, how do I deal with breakups? For me, um, I don't deal. I don't. I don't deal with them well. Honestly, mentally, I get fucked up. Mentally fucked up. You know, you look at like all the time spent, where everything went wrong. Was it? You know, how much of it you consider it being your um, your responsibility as to why where things went wrong. Um, or and then, and then like what do you think it was worth it did you make the right decision there's so many things that go through your head when as a man when you uh when you do deal excuse me with breakups um there is like um a lot of thoughts that you know again, again that run through you run through your head like is there something wrong with you like things keep happening this way should you be in a should you even be in a relationship at all you know is it even worth it there's just so much you know there's just so much that you that you uh, have to deal with, but to like, as you as time goes by, you just find yourself uh, getting back into doing things that you would do on on your own. Uh, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like go 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 take yourself out to the like to the to the movies. You know what I'm saying? By you go by yourself. Um, just uh, just vibe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make music if you're like a musician like me and Jeff. Um, you know, write rhymes or you know, produce music. Uh, write poet. Uh, again, me, I write poetry. Um, do do podcasts, talk about it. Uh, it's therapeutic. Um, and you know, some things. Sometimes things just don't uh, always go the way you plan it. You know, that's just life in general. And you got to be able to just uh, just roll with it um, and ex and accept that. Um, relationships are, uh, are, you know, again, you can feel very strong about someone and it doesn't always go the way that you that you thought it would be and it hurts it hurts uh a great deal um but you got to find that you know what i'm saying that strength within you to uh to move on because despite the feeling that you had where you feel like you couldn't go on you've got you've found a way to go on because that's just the nature of uh of being um of being human whether you're a man or a woman you will get past the thing that you thought you couldn't get past. I mean, you don't want to go on without that individual, but sometimes, I mean, you're not able to control the way another person um, behaves. So sometimes you just got to make that decision. You got to make the decision that's best for you and your peace. I cannot stress enough um, how important peace is to have in, um, in life. So, I mean, anyone that you want to bring into your um, to your peace has got to bring peace. If you bring chaos into your peace, 
you're not going to have peace. And um, you're gonna you're gonna have to ask yourself what's more important the the love that you have for uh, this individual or the love that you have to live peacefully, and um, you it, 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 and you and you find yourself constantly battling between heart and mind with that, and you have to make the best decision, and hopefully you live you know you live with it, and it and you and time will only tell if it is like the best decision that was made. You never because you never a lot of times you never know, you know, as you just you we create the future. That's what people need to understand. Like if something's not going to change, it's because we make the change. If, if we don't make changes in our daily routine, nothing is going. You're not going to see change in life. You're going to see the same shit. If you're doing the same shit you've been doing and it's not working for you, you're going to see the same shit uh, come out. And that's just that's just what like that's just how life goes, you know what I'm saying? So, um, being a man dealing with like breakups, you want to uh, you want to get your you want to get your head together. You know we're not really um, prone to show much emotion, so we mask it a little bit better than probably like a woman a woman can. Uh, most women, I'll say I won't say all women, but we 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 um we mask it better than most women can. So we can find ourselves like you know acting like shit doesn't really get to us but i mean ultimately inside that's that's just for every man to deal with um so i mean that's just for me that's just how roughly i deal like uh you know with like like with breakups um you know you find the good things about people the bad things about people and just things don't always add up in the end and ultimately you find yourself by yourself and you know you gotta you gotta you gotta move on and uh figure out what's the best move for you but uh yeah jeff man so i mean for you i mean uh well i mean what, what would you have to say as far as like breakups go man like uh things that, that you can do to cope man i work out man i work out play my game get my music like more of the shit that i would want to do like if, if it's up to me i'll be in the gym three four hours a day man or like i it don't i find something else to do because I will put, I like to push myself anyway. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I like. Well, I mean, that's good. That's I usually just, I just be in the gym, man. Or I write line. I really write a lot, like lyrics and all that shit. I write a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Find yourself listening to songs that mirror what you're going through. Um, and it. Uh, I try to avoid those, man. <laughs> it's funny how the radio, the radio just everything on the radio just refers to you. You turn it on, and it's like, oh man, it'd be like uh, <laughs> you turn on the radio, and it'd be like different genres, genres that you really don't even fuck with sometimes. Like that song from fucking the Breakfast Club movie. Don't you forget about me? So it's like, you, it's like, like what are you doing? Like God, are you uh, are you playing this? Uh, are you playing this joke? Like LTD, where did we go wrong? Or Holland Oates or Tavares with "She's Gone"? Um, just a whole bunch of like or records like New Edition or another bad creation, Jealous Girl. Um, One thing I also do is catch up on a lot of shows you can't watch with other people. Like yeah, yeah, like series I didn't want it to. Like, I catch up on every fucking thing. You see that, man? Yeah, 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 still here, still here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, just, that's just life, though, man. We want to, uh, we want to, um, you know, we want to, we just want to take, take the day for what it is and just, and just press on. Um, 
so let me see what else we can uh, jump jump into, man. Um, but we uh, the best practice live. We ain't talking about no damn best. Oh, uh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is the best rapper. Best rapper. Yeah, we're gonna, get, we're gonna get to that. I want. I'm gonna do one last thing, uh, so we can get off this uh, this the sentimental shit. Uh, would you want uh, your daughter to date you, your personality, the things you've done, um, in uh, and I would say in life to two women? Uh, would you say that you want uh, your uh, your daughter to 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 date that? In a man. Yeah. Uh, probably not. I was kind of mean. <laughs> well, I'm trying to make her mean, so yeah. That's gonna turn a dude off. She gonna end up. She gonna end up with a girlfriend. Nah, man. You gotta be able to take shit and, and dish shit out. Those softies, like I want her to be able to like. So if the dude says like, man, then you know, tell his ass off. Yeah. Um, I think there's uh, there's different methods and 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 getting that same result. Um, as far as like wanting your uh, our child our children, especially our daughters, to to be able to withstand um, certain uh, personalities and not and know their worth and not be able to put up with anybody's bullshit. Because um, we can talk to our children, you know. Especially, you know, like our daughters and stuff like, again, being very cold towards them. But that teaches them to accept it because if she accepts it from, you know, what I'm saying her pops, she's more than likely going to accept it from the guy that she's seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I treat her. I treat my baby. Uh, I know my, my, my princess is 14 and I, you know, I've always, you know, treated her. Uh, you know, very uh, I would say delicate, but I'm straight to the point. I don't I don't sugarcoat shit. When yeah, it, I ain't when trying it, to sugarcoat that. Yeah, I, I ain't sugarcoat like, shit. You know, I'm very lo- I'm very I'm very loving to to my daughter. You, you know think about like this: if she know not to take bullshit, she ain't gonna take no dude bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and know what I'm saying? That, I've, all, you gotta put that. I've shown me. I've shown my daughter chivalry since uh, since I you know since she's uh, since she's been here, you know, uh, on this earth, and I'm. I'll, and every time I'm with her, that's just a natural reaction of just for any woman that's around me. So um, would I want my daughter to date me? It depends on which me we're talking about. Um, the early on me as a teenager. No, leave that nigga where he was. Don't fuck with him. Um, I wouldn't want like her mother. Like, again, when I met her mother, the way I was. I wouldn't want any woman to deal with uh, any girl to have to deal with that type of person who was a manipulator and, uh, you know, took advantage of um, of 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 a woman. You know what I'm saying? Of 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 a female. Uh, the twenties, me, bitter me, broken from a relationship. No, I would not want that. I would probably want my daughter to date the me now more than anything else. Because, you know, his head is more on straight, career-driven, uh, focused, trying to uh, build an empire, uh, make uh, make money, uh, provide for the family type thing. Um, not, uh, you know, show chivalry, um, not as uh, much out there chasing skirts uh, anymore, like ready to make um, 
are ready, ready to have like a family and just take care of them and provide, you know, provide for a seat, provide for uh, many seats rather. Um, j just that type of guy. I mean, I've always been such a, you know, I would say respectful individual towards women, but there was a point in time where I was talking to um, mul mul no, multiple women uh, at one at one point in time, and I wouldn't want my daughter to feel like, you know, she's just one of the, one of the few. So I would say. Um, I would definitely want um, my my daughter to date the me now, and even the me now is not. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like um, perfect, squeaky clean, or anything like such. But it is. Um, I would say I'm better than better. I'm better off than most. I'm not better than. I'm just better better off than most. Um, to be straightforward and a a, such a, a, a loving individual, but um, not going to be um, taken advantage of anymore or taken advantage of anybody else. So, yeah, I would. That's 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 my answer when it comes to like what I want um, my child to date somebody like like me. And um, you and of course we're growing. You know, we're just a uh, we're work in progress and make make better changes. Um, you know, being a man, be assertive, be a leader, uh, be someone that a woman can like uh, depend upon and find security within, feel safe around. Uh, that's really what um, that's really what we want to you know want to do. Um, you know, make uh, make the make make a woman feel um, feel safe around us, like uh, you know, protected. And um, yeah, that's really really all I got on on that one, slick man. Um, I'll uh, yeah, let's go let's go into this this whole shit. Back to Nick Nick Cannon being the best rapper alive, you know him claiming that he's better than, uh, <laughs> say he's better than Wayne, uh, better than Will Smith, Eminem, uh, you know that you know lyrically he can just just smash all of them. Um, I disagree wholeheartedly about those names. That all of those names, I mean, I, I wouldn't even put I put Will Smith in a better category than Nick Cannon. Nothing personal, but. Will was an artist first. Nick Cannon was a comedian first. So I just that's Will, just and Will was the first one to win a Grammy, right? Yes, sir. Didn't attend the Grammys because he was uh, protesting because they wouldn't announce it. But yes, the, the Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. We always pronounce the DJ first because he's the one that makes everything happen. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince won their Grammy, and um, yeah. They um yeah they they won they won the Grammy and they did not um mean they did not attend because they would not announce rap they would not recognize rap at the Grammys back then and so I mean they're still not recognizing a lot of things and within the rap culture um you know it's a work in progress and we'll see how um <laughs> how things how things go as time progresses but I mean I just feel like. I don't know what Nick was on. I don't know if his words are being twisted into um, this making an article, making a headline. But him being better than Wayne, uh, highly unlikely. Eminem, let's not even go there. He talked about you and your wife. Oh, no, no, he didn't talk about Nick. He talked about uh, Mariah on the record. Nick wasn't with Mariah at the time when he did that record. Um, so that's that's really my, my stance on that. I mean, I've liked some Nick Cannon songs. Um, Gigolo, <laughs> I think that probably was on the strength of R. Kelly producing <laughs> the, yeah. the, uh, I like, I like that production that they had with the Bell Biff DeVoe sample. 
Um, poison, yeah, poison with Ricky Bell's. Uh, it's driving me out of my mind on the chorus. That 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 production was dope, but the actual uh, song, no, not at all. Uh, the video paid homage to LL Cool J for a Roundaway Girl. How he was going out and finding girls and just recording them, but that's yes. Yeah, I'm not. I, I wasn't digging that. So what about what about you, man? How do you feel about this whole statement about Nick Cannon being, uh, you know, man, it's a trip. He smoked some strong on some potent product, huh? Yo, man. You know, he just feel like he's just saying shit, say shit. Yeah. So you know, he don't really need to. You know, he ain't better than damn. I think he ain't better than Will Smith. Yeah. There's no damn that he's better than damn Eminem. He's still better than that because Eminem would destroy his ass. We already know. Um, what else? Like it's tons. It's tons of shit. Yeah. Um. They, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just, I just think your catalog isn't large enough to even begin to speak on these individuals that you're speaking of, and that's just where, um, that's just, that's just me. On, on, on the subject of uh, of Nick Cannon and um, and music, period. Uh, you're a great businessman. I love I love your entrepreneurial spirit. Continue to do things for um, the black community, for the for just society in general, man. Um, we love you doing that. But you're talking um, poppycock when you're when you're talking about being better than Wayne, Eminem, and even um, the legend uh, Will Smith. That's and that's where I'll uh, I'll end my end my stance on on that shit. I want to talk about the Migos. There was a thing saying that uh, is the Migos the best group of all time in rap, and I uh, another thing that I wholeheartedly disagree on because have we forgot have we forgotten uh, this group from out uh, from Atlanta? Um, you know, uh, one uh, being from Savannah of the likes of Big Boy. And also um, the legend, which is known to be Andre Three Stacks, uh, aka uh, you know all the all the above. Man, he's just uh, just an amazing artist, and I feel like you have lost your mind um, if you think that the Migos are the best group of all time. They might get the most recognition right now because of social media time frame, but the likes of an Outcast. Um, you wouldn't, you know, the sound that you listen to today has been heavily influenced by organized noise and, and, and all that is within that camp, such as Goody Mob, uh, Outcasts, uh, who else comes from Zach in that camp? Really, you know, really, I say them, um, for the most, you know, for the most part and just the best group of all time. I don't know. It's just so many, man. Like Wu Tang, and you know we discussed earlier. Like Wu Tang is basically built off of the the front three, um, and uh, Raekwon, Face, Ghostface, and uh, and Method Man, and then everybody else. I mean ODB. I mean, don't get me wrong. ODB was one hell of an artist. Oh yeah, but he died. I can't really. Yeah, yeah ODB was great. He was just an awesome artist. But everybody else, kind of like just. Uh, they didn't. They didn't get as much recognition. It's not to say that they weren't as great as uh, as the front three, because that group alone. Is, I mean, everybody in the group was just uh, you know sensational at what they did on the microphone. But the likes of like a Wu Tang, the Tribe Called Quest, the um, hell, I'll say Black Eyed Peas. I could throw them into the hip hop thing. Um, the uh, what's another another rap? What's another rap group? We talked about Bad versus 
What was it? Bad Meets Evil? Yeah, Bad Meets Evil is on the list. Bad Meets Evil. Slaughterhouse. Yeah, Slaughter, you know, Slaughterhouse. I mean, uh, Method Man and Red Man together as a group. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just, there's so many. There's so many, like, uh, good lyrical groups. And, yeah. You know. Little Brother. I love Little Brother. Little Brother, North Carolina yeah. representatives. You know, um, they are, they're, they're great. Um, how you feel about, uh, <laughs> Bow Wow Namari? <laughs> yeah, I won't go. I couldn't say, I couldn't say oh, it with straight face. Here, I couldn't say it, <laughs> I couldn't say it with face, straight face. Naughty by Nature. Um, I think that group was all Tretch to me. Uh, that's nothing against Vinny, but I feel like that group was all Tretch. You know what I'm saying? It was. I, I don't even really put Naughty by Nature like that. So I don't. I, you know, and it's funny. Like nobody talks about that. Run DMC. What are we talking about? I mean, Run DMC. Uh, uh, yeah. The the you know them together. Uh, the fucking uh, public uh, public uh, enemy uh, public. Uh, Public Enemy, NWA. Public Enemy, NWA, which is all Ice Cube, all Ice Cube. I mean, I can say, but you know, all Ice is, Cube and MC Ren, um, MC Ren, the Jungle, the Jungle Brothers, Jungle Brothers, Beat Nuts. Yes, yes. Um, now nah, I want to say uh, who shit. Fat Fun and Big Joe, the Twins. Nice and smooth. Uh. You know, there's oh yeah, not Terror Squad. What were they called? Um, when Fat Joe and Big Bone was the group. I forgot um, what they were called, man. I think what were they called? Was it twins and shit or whatever? I can't remember. Yeah, it was twins. I think it was twins. Shit, uh, Dipset. Yeah. You will Cam. Uh, uh, what's uh, what was that group of uh, Big L, Cameron, Mace? Uh, um, they're called. I forget what they're called, but they, you know, I mean, it's just these groups that have been around, man. Like, I don't know. G Unit. Yeah, G Unit was uh, yeah, legitimate. I mean, Fifty and Tony Ayo kind of fell to the back, but because of um, it don't even matter because Fifty was banging. Fifty, the only one that won't banging was uh, Ayo to me. Like all the other niggas were banging. Ayo was just like there. Right. 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 I I mean I'm I'm a fan regardless, but we did we damn sure know that Tony Yayo played his uh play his part as far as like back you know the, <laughs> He did that stupid ass John Cena dance. Oh yeah, he did do the part that you can't see me and shit. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I can say about my man. I can oh, man, like the motherfuckers MOP been out for years making things. Uh, underground Kings, Pimp T, UGK, yeah. and they put many motherfuckers over there. Yeah. They, they the newest thing to get. I'm waiting for Cardi B and Nicki Minaj to come together. Yeah, and create, I and create a group. They're going to create a group. I know neither one of them motherfuckers, and I ain't going to start with that. Yep, group. come through dripping. Yeah. Drip, drip. Come through so, dripping. Two, two trash ass niggas made. What was uh, <laughs> the evil Captain America called? The evil uh, Captain Planet? The Sludge or some shit, whatever his name Do was. you count, did you, did, did you count Kanye and Jay-Z as a group? Uh, they had an album together, but. I don't, I don't know. Um, I actually like Wapa, Wapa and um, Gucci Band shit better after that. Wow. Fucking, um, Brick Squad had a fire ass. Yo, Gucci Man and Wapa Flock had a fire ass album. 
Right. Um, what was two chains to old boy shit? A circle. DTP. The serving of peace. Yeah. I twenty. Fucking two chains and man, they had. There's just so many yeah. groups, but I mean, if you had to name like who would be the best, I mean, if I had to give like a best group of all time, I'm still giving it to Run DMC because we wouldn't have such without them. So I'm gonna go with that. I, I think that don't mean I'm giving it to him. Fuck all that. All right. Well, you ain't got it's to. Either going to. It's either going to Wu Tang or fucking UGK. Uh, not UGK, but uh, Outkast. Yeah, man. You know, so you know, we had fun. Uh, tonight, man, talking, you know, talking some real shit, joking about some shit, and uh, also uh, kicking that, that, you know, that wrestling, the wrestling tip. Um, I think uh, Evolution actually turned out to be better than what we, um, than what we anticipated it being. Nothing that it's just being all women. Just the fact that the way the wrestling is set up right now, it's just not. It just hasn't been like it hasn't been like the best executed program programming that I've seen. That what I could I could say like this. They're gonna be a bunch of fake reviews on it, but like the Riot Squad versus the other people, they've been having that same match for like almost a month. Brie Bella and Ronda Rousey and them should be fighting instead of Nia Jax. Or you know what I'm saying? It, it, a lot of the the storylines they made for Evolution don't make sense. Yeah. So. Well, um, all we can do is hope for the best, man. Looking looking forward to what's to uh, what's to come. Uh, from from wrestling, man. I mean, I would love to be like to get to that point, like Attitude Era, where I did not want to miss uh, an episode because I wasn't sure what I was going to see. You did not. It was must see TV. No more than Nitro. Nitro was must see TV. Nit- the WCW should have never, never lost that battle, that war. They had they had everything. They had the NWO. They had too many members in the NWO. That's what happened. Should they had they they should have kept it to like maybe seven and just terrorized everybody, and have Sting all the luchadors have Sting had Sting been like you know again the the saving grace for the uh for the brand as well as like the likes of a Ric Flair um horsemen were kind of like being phased out and being beat down by the NWO but um, still part of a stable like this is another stable to you know to watch. They just had they just had it every they just had everything and greed got in the way, but no you know nevertheless, um, it was a good time it was it was great I'm glad I got to uh, to be a teenager and go and see this um, you know play out the way that it did I did not um, anticipate seeing the NWO and the WWE and um, and 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 fading away the way that it did man I felt like they deserved a better uh, going out, if that makes sense. But that's something I can talk to Vince McMahon when, uh, God willing, I meet him before he passes and discuss that shit. And he just have to take that story. But you know, thank you guys for listening, man. I appreciate appreciate that. Be sure to share on your timeline. Tell folks about uh, you know the show amongst uh, listening to Two Cents. Follow uh, you know Romy Mac on your social media platforms. But uh, as for uh, Karumbe. Uh, Romy Mac, um, thank you guys for listening, but this is The Locker Room, and we out. Romy.